Hey, 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 how are you doing, boo? Today, let's talk about how to grow your business while you're working your nine to five. And I have a little bit of experience with this because when my husband and I decided to start on Amazon, he was working his nine to five and I was a stay-at-home mom with two under two or maybe like barely two under two. But anyway, I was going a little cray inside the house. At that time, I didn't send my kids to school. I actually sent my daughter to a co-op, but because it was a co-op, I had to be present a lot of the time. So the point is, girl, I have a lot of experience with this because it wasn't easy. So let me just share that with you. So mama, if you're doing this while working your nine to five, I get it. I get the struggle. So I'm going to share some of the tips that have helped me in the past and hopefully that'll help you too. Now, Mama, if you need extra help, if you want to shortcut all the trial and error and just go straight into a strategy that's actually going to work for you so you don't have to sit here and second guess yourself and overthinking everything, let's book a coaching call and let me be your coach because I have walked the path and I'm still walking the path and you know I've learned a thing or two along the way. I've got tricks up my sleeve, girl, that I can share with you. So let's book a coaching call and there's no reason for you to, on top of everything, on top of working your nine to five and be a mom and be all the things that you are, it's not worth it for you to try to sit here and figure this out on your own because I'm here, boo. I got your back. So mama, there are going to be a few things that you're going to need to do to get your life in order for you to have the mental clarity and the blank space for you to actually be able to work your business. So first things first, let's say, let's set the foundation right by simplifying your life as much as possible. For me, what that looks like is decluttering. I actually just decluttered my kids' books because I honestly had hundreds of books for my kids to read because I was like, my kids need to read and I want them to have books available. But you know how many times a day I have to put books away? It's no joke. Like these books are always scattered and... My kids are little and we're still working on learning how to put stuff away and I don't want to be a crazy mom yelling at my kids all the time. So what did I do? I put away 75% of the books and I still have plenty of books for my kids to read and to learn and to love reading, you know? So in your life, what are the areas that you can simplify? So when you come home from work, you're not having to clean up a bunch of different areas and you don't have to stress about all these different areas of your life. So whether it's your laundry, um, the toys, the books, all the knickknacks, I don't know. You know your house better than I do. Simplify, 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 declutter because guess what? If you don't have stuff to clutter your house with and to make a mess with, you won't have to clean up. It's really that simple. I'm not suggesting you get rid of all the toys, but the majority of stuff I'm sure you get you can get rid of. So Take a look around your house. Even for me, as a minimalist, I'm looking at my house right now and I'm like, how did I get so much crap inside of my house all of a sudden? It just happens, you know? So even I do this very regularly to allow myself to be calm and to think straight because mess can really mess with me. So two is thinking ahead. So I'm a big believer of setting yourself up for success. Mama learn how to meal prep. If you don't want to meal prep, ingredient prep. So cook your rice, your beans, cut up your veggies, all the things so that when you come home from work, putting dinner together or making lunches for the kids in school in the mornings and all these things, it's easy. It's not stressing you out. It's ready to go. Have those things ready. I know that some people 
don't like to eat reheated food. So if that's your family, ingredient prep, you know, like soak everything that needs to be soaked and maybe marinate things that need to be marinated. But the point is, don't be in a pinch where every day you're coming home and then trying to figure out dinner and all the things that you have to do because you're just creating more stress for yourself. So again, going back to principle number one, which is to simplify, also simplify the meal prep and whatever can be simplified for your life, go ahead and do that. So if obviously if you work every single day, you ha- you need your um, clothes that you're going to go to work with. Maybe, maybe you don't have uniform. You actually have to get your clothes ready. Then think about for the week ahead, what is it that you're going to wear so that you don't have to spend the morning trying to figure out what you're going to wear. Because guess what? Every time that you need to make those little decisions, they take away from brain power. And as you soon find out, the only time that you're going to have to work will probably be the evenings after the kids have gone to bed. And if you have spent your entire day making these tiny little decisions, which we all have to make, by the time you actually have to sit down and work, you're going to be so drained and overwhelmed that you're not going to have anything left over to give. So anything that's a repetitive task that you do every day, set yourself up for success. If it's your clothes, set, like think about them on a Sunday, think about them for the week so that when the week comes, you know what to wear and you're good to go. Next mama, you're going to need to become really good about setting boundaries and sticking to your boundaries. Now, like I said, I imagine that you're going to be working on this after work when the kids go to bed. At least that's how it was for my husband and I when we started our Amazon business. My husband would come home and spend a little time with the kids and then we'd ship the kids off to bed, which I guess this this can be a little side bonus. My kids have always gone to bed early. Like 6.30 was the standard. Now they're a little bit um, older. My older one will be 6 and my younger one is 4. They go to bed at 7. But for the longest time, 6.30 was the bedtime. And I would say, dare I say, that most kids go to bed very late. So take a look, do a little bit of research, see how many hours your kids should be sleeping, and maybe you need to do a little adjusting for them to go to bed a little bit earlier. And I know this from experience, if you are going to change your kids' bedtime, you don't just want to do cold turkey, you, you want to do in 15-minute increments. So go back 15 minutes um, every single day until you are and the place where you actually want to be time-wise. But that's just a little side bonus tip that I have for you. Now, going back to what I was saying, set those hours aside for you. And I would say that before you jump into work, take time to just find your center, to journal if you want to journal or meditate if that's your thing. Like whatever your thing is, it just kind of helps you relax. Even if you just walk around the block for 10 minutes with, just to clear your mind, just to move your body a little bit, like that is going to help you out so much to get in the right mind space for you to be able to work in your business. Because remember, you've just spent the entire day dealing with dragons of all sorts. Now you need to work in your business and you want the thing to flourish. You have to come with your A game. So for me, I am a believer of going for walks. I don't care if they're 10 minutes getting your body to move and going outside and looking at nature, it really helps. And even if it's super cold where you live, jumping on a treadmill or doing some squats, like something that moves your body, 
it's really gonna help and if you're like super chill and you can like meditate and and that gets you right find your thing find your jam and do that i don't care if it's a bath going for a walk um taking a shower i don't know what it is girl but i would say this don't scroll because if you're sitting there and consuming a bunch of things before you have to produce you're really gonna shoot yourself in the foot sis so declutter your mind from all these things and find something that's actually productive, a productive way for you to decompress. Now, the next thing is for you to have your goals figured out. So give yourself a timeline. This doesn't have to take months for you to accomplish. You can actually get this going in probably a month from start to finish. 30 days is plenty of time for you to get your store launched and ready to go. So have your goals, have everything mapped out and stick to your timeline, stick to your goals and be honest with yourself. Have an accountability buddy. And if you want to hire me as a coach, again, I'm here for you and I will set those timelines for you and I will be like on you, girl, to make sure that you make it happen. Because what I don't want is for you to get stuck in perfectionism and think and overthink and overthink again and start pulling your friends and your family and the priest or the rabbi, whatever, and then you don't take action because you're just in this place of being stuck. So give yourself a little timelines. And again, the reason why I want you to, before anything, before you start working is for you to find your balance, find your center is because mama, I want to empower you to know that you have the answers inside of you, but you need to allow them to come through. So when you give yourself the space and you're not scrolling, you're not being being mindless on social media and you are taking the time to uh, fill up your tank, you're going to be able to produce so much more. So what I recommend that you do here is for you to line, um, write down the steps that you need to take. And then if you can maybe group some of those steps, then go ahead and group them. But be mindful that realistically, you probably only have two to three hours a day to work in your business. So don't give, you know, yourself five tasks to do. Work on one thing at a time. There are times that you are going to be able to work on two things at a time. Maybe you are going to be able to knock out three things within the, the two to three hour period. But I don't want you to add all those things on your plate and then you go crazy because you can't accomplish them. And the other reason why I want you to write down the steps that you need to take is so that if you finish one task, you can go to the next because that's the natural order of your workflow. You're not sitting there wondering what should I do next. You know what you have to do next to move the needle forward in your business. Now, mama, remember that if you move the needle forward in your business, just 1%, that's huge. Like you don't have to move mountains in like one sitting, just do a little bit that moves your business forward so that you have the small wins. And by the way, celebrate the small wins. I am a huge believer that you should have a journal and that you should write down all the things you accomplish so that the day you're in a funk, you can go back in your journal and you can see all the things that you accomplished. And then mama, this is really important. I need you to have a plan in place for when you fall off track. So Plan ahead for when the day doesn't go according to plan because guess what? It'll happen. It's so important for you to have something in your back pocket that you can pull for when those days happens for like, you know, if you get sick, if you're working late, 
I don't know, all of a sudden there's a bake sale and your daughter tells you last minute and now you have to bake, I don't know, a bajillion cookies, you know, and you can get to work. So whatever the case may be, have an idea in mind for how you're going to tackle those curveballs that life's going to throw at you so that you can pick up the next day or you can figure something out that will allow you to stay on track while you're building this business as you're working your nine to five. Because sis, if you're thinking that it's going to be like a smooth ride and everything's going to be always fine and it's just going to work out, it's not. I remember this so well. There was one time where my husband and I were working and this was a night that we looked at each other and we were like, okay, we are not going to bed until we finish this. And at 11.30, my daughter, who was like two and change at the time, woke up and she would not let us work. And we were looking at each other because we really needed to finish whatever we were working on. And we were starting to get desperate and it was just a mess. So things like that are going to happen. So have a plan as to how you're still going to meet your deadlines because you have a plan in place and they're always going to be the curveballs. And mama, make sure that you're scheduling all of this in into your calendar and that you honor your calendar most importantly because if you book an appointment to go to the hairdresser, to the dentist, to the eye doctor, whatever, you're going to honor those appointments, right? You're going to show up. But when it's with yourself, you don't. You just take yourself for granted. I don't know what it is. I do it too, but let's not do that. So commit you to you. Because this is how you're going to move forward. Nobody else can make your dreams work. You are the one responsible for making it happen, sis. So it's your responsibility to make sure that you're scheduling all of this in and that you're making all of these things happen. And then, mama, as you start to make those sales, you know, you have your store set up, you have things working for you, don't be afraid to look for help. I actually recommend that you hire somebody to help you sooner than later. There was a study done. Oh my gosh, I wish I had more information on it. I read so much, I can't remember, but it was something along the lines of by the time that uh, business uh, female business owners were hiring people, they were already burned out, meaning they were hiring too late. So don't let that happen to you. I know that as mamas, we can take on so much, right? But why? Like, what's the point? Burnout? Because what ends up happening is, let me tell you what happens is, you work yourself to the bone and then you get burned out and then you're not present with your kids and then you're in this mom guilt, mom shame spiral and it doesn't help you, right? So let's have the steps in place so that it doesn't happen. Hire out help. Hire out a VA. Get help around the home. I remember that at some point back when I lived in Central Florida, I had a friend come and clean my house and I would pay her, I think, $20 an hour to come and clean my house and it worked out beautifully, you know? So have people that you can count on that can come and help you and don't be afraid to hire out help. Don't be afraid to you know, have somebody come over on the weekends to stay with your kids so that you can get a little bit of work done. Because as I've said before in this podcast, you get zero stars for trying to do it all yourself. It's just going to lead you to burnout, mama. And I think that in we live in this world today that so much is expected of women 
and we're supposed to do it alone and we're supposed to do it with a smile on our faces and just be okay with it which is bs right like we would never expect our daughters to do it all we would tell our daughters girl get some help so why do we do it to ourselves and we are the example here to our own children whether we have daughters or sons we are the example so let's live by example let's lead by example and ask for help when you need help and sweet friend this has nothing to do with this specific podcast but i'm gonna say it anyway don't quit your job until your store is consistently making money and you're able to pay yourself because if you don't know, my husband quit his job a few months after we started our Amazon journey because we thought we were going to be so rich. We thought we were going to like, oh my gosh, what's the, the duck, the rich duck that swims money? I forget the cartoon, but we thought we were going to be that duck. And guess what? We were not that duck, girl. We were still not that duck swimming in money, if you know what I'm saying. So mama, you have to be patient, Okay. The first year is always the hardest because there's so much that you're learning, things that you didn't know about before. There's all these curveballs, but stick with it and don't be impatient and quit your job because if you do quit your job, you're going to be very stressed out, especially if you are in a two-income household and all of a sudden you're in one and you're like pushing this business to work and you're not being patient. It's going to create an enormous amount of stress that you just don't need in your life. So I'd rather you spend a little bit of money and hire out a VA. And by the way, I have a podcast. I believe it's like in the 40s somewhere where I talk to you about how to hire help very affordably. So make sure that you scroll back and listen because I'd rather you not get burned out from, you know, essentially working a nine to five and running your own business than you deciding that you're going to quit your nine to five because you have so much faith in this business that it's all of a sudden going to make you so much money. So be patient, stay the course, and don't quit your job too soon. Quit your job when your job is more of a liability, right? Because if you keep working your job, it's actually taking away from the business where you could actually be, uh, be scaling to new heights. So that's when you quit your job. Alrighty, mama? Anyway, don't forget, you're strong, you're capable, you can do hard things. And until next time, May you be wrapped in peace, love, and kindness, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye!